Hello, and welcome to Dice Breakers, a D&D podcast on stream with mostly accurate rules and inconsistent character voices. I'm Alex, your host and DM, and with me are Greg, Mark and Joe. My wonderful players, how is everybody doing? There's two people still missing, of course. Marvellous. Of course. My character so far is still alive. Yep, you're all alive, but in a shady, shady, shady situation. We're going to die. Situation. Fine. So we're going through a little bit of a last time. There's a pub that used to be near us called the Golden Lion. Sounds exactly the same. It's not there anymore for some reason, but, you know. So before the break. Please shut it down. But before they shut it down, it was a very nice place. Before the break. Maisie had a look at some of the uh, final assault course obstacles to have finally completed one run through in multiple sessions of the entire assault course, feeling fairly good about the whole thing, uh, whilst the other two, that being Cromwell and uh, Carle, had a little go at a couple of them and realised that it's going to be a little more difficult for them than possibly for the rest of the crew. But that having been done, uh, they went back to the accommodation and realised there was a letter sitting on the desk from somebody called... Dr. Zegith Feltrin from the Mystery Shack. They went to the Mystery Shack and uh, saw that, as previously, it was uh, boarded up and the inside had been broken and ransacked and stolen and Dr. Zegith Feltrin himself offered 50 gold with an additional 10 gold for every name for the people who would have done this and some information surrounding that. So these three went off to the very, 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 very shady parts of uh, Southern Beluna. Um, definitely not the shadiest part of Veluna, but some of the shadier parts of Veluna, to uh, have a little investigate and see what they could find. One thing they had found in the shop itself was some little uh, electronic arcane engineering type dampening things, possibly, that had a little maker's mark on the back. They seemed to dampen the electricity, possibly help with getting through the security. So uh, that's the main vein of which they're trying to look for questions. Uh, so yes, you're currently in the Salty Tusk. You've spoken to the gigantic Goliath, who was very grumpy, very scarred, very tattooed, uh, who directed you towards Squeaky Pete for some information. Who is in the corner, knife in the desk, and as you have stepped over, he's leant forwards, he slams his knife into the table, and says, You don't look like the normal clientele around here. You sure you ain't lost? Uh, I mean, uh, <coughs> hello there. Put the beer we, down on the table. We have been specifically directed to you. Uh, the bartender called you Squeaky Pete. Do you prefer Pete? Peter? Mr. Pete? I, I, how, what, what would you like us to call you? Squeaky Pete seems very familiar considering we're, we're only just meeting you for the first time. The start of what I'm sure will be a very healthy business relationship. You talk a lot. When I have to. Otherwise, these two open their mouths and then we get stabbed. He just, like, rests the knife down on the table. <laughs> like, couldn't imagine why. Yep. So what do you need? Uh, we're looking for information um, about this. And I will slide across the, uh, the little dampener. All right. Information I can do. But it'll cost you. I, yeah. I was very much expecting that. He pulls the... Um, uh, the little device over towards him, just using the knife. Uh, doesn't seem to touch it himself. Maybe he's just doesn't like touching sketchy things that people hand him. Just uh, takes a little peek um, and goes, "Yeah, I know who made this." Okay, um, let's talk cost first. Um, 
What's uh, what's the going rate for your services? Well, you've got two options. Option number one, you pay for the information to be 100 gold. <coughs> option two, you just steal a little something for me. Hmm. Well, you know that. How a little? Well, the object in question is a ledger from a warehouse. Simple job. Easy in, easy out. And uh, why why is it something that uh, a capable individual such as yourself would need to outsource uh, to us? Uh, what, are, what are the risks involved? He leans back, just looks and says, well, I get my hands dirty when I can get it done for free. That's a very, that's a very good reason. Uh, <laughs> I'm well, happy with that. Well, I, I, I'm not entirely sure about stealing stuff. I'm obviously... <laughs> Uh, but but yeah, why why do we want to? Why do you need this? The why is not important, Cal. And I'll I'll give him a wink. Uh, what's important is who is it coming from? Who, like who who is going to be missing this thing? Oh, no one special. Just a Inside factory check. man. Perfect. Sixteen. I mean, yeah, he's lying. But like, what what's new? Like. You so it is someone special it. then. It's not necessarily someone special, as in like someone really important, but like it's one of those phrases that's just like, it's a, such a such a non-phrase. Like it gives, it says nothing, and it's obviously not like nobody special in the sense that it might be someone who's rich, it might be someone who's whatever. Who knows? He says, but that doesn't really matter. You want the information, you pay with the money, or you steal the ledger. It's Quick simple man. stuff. You look like, uh, he points the knife, like, you know, in your direction. Look like capable individuals. What is this? Four personnel. Four, four, four guards on duty. Two locks in the way. <sighs> Easy stuff. Quick question for you. Uh, 100 gold. Mm -hmm. Is that a standard cost for information? Or is that what how much this information is worth? Just whatever I want it to be. Oh. You're not used to these kinds of interactions, are you? I was more just wondering, you know, how quickly we'd be able to get 100 gold here. Uh, what kind of time frame are you looking at? For, for, for both? I mean, for the money, I don't really care too much. But somebody else comes around looking for information, I give it to them first. What can you say? Option two, within 24 hours. Mm. Preferably tonight. Do it tonight, I might give you more information than I would previously. We're on a set of thieves tools and we got a deal. You want thieves tools? Uh, well, you didn't bring... <laughs> Uh, yes, if you could kindly, as my companion seems not to have brought some. <laughs> I just, I just kind of assumed that you, you had some. <laughs> okay. He yes. just like he reaches into his um into his uh into his leather, just pulls out like a couple sets of thieves tools, just like <laughs> slams on the table. One, one other thing. We obviously you deal in information, uh, and I'm sure many people come to you, uh. 
not wanting it known that they were asking about certain things, right? Is that that's part and parcel? Not letting the person that we're asking about know that we were asking about them? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I don't want to incite those. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. <laughs> oh, that's even better. Uh, 16 plus 6 is 22. You're not gaining a lot. You don't get a lot of confidence from from it. It doesn't scream, yeah, I'm just going to tell him, fuck you. Uh, but it doesn't scream, oh, you you know, your interest is the best in heart. It feels more like if someone came with more money than you could offer, then yeah. this information might get out. But he's not exactly like an upstanding gentleman, put it that way. <laughs> Great. And, uh, okay, so tell us everything we need to know about this ledger then. It seems like... We'll go with that as the more timely option. Um, tell us everything we need to know. All right. He uh, puts. He gets out a little map of the of the local area and uh, just points at a particular building. Says this warehouse here, simple stuff. There's a building inside the building. It's got a ledger in the drawer. I want that ledger. You want the information. Like I said, four guards. I don't know where they'll be. What two outside, two inside. A couple of locks. One on the door. One on the drawer easy stuff okay uh what color is the ledger and what kind of information is it because offices contain lots of ledgers uh it'll be leather it's just uh shipping pricing information of what's going in what's going out great uh quick question Mm. how full are you expecting this ledger to be is this a complete or almost complete is it do you know if it's new just wondering know. is the information as good as the ledger itself like if we copied it down and brought that back to you and then replaced the ledger i need the original okay anything else take the thieves tools um <laughs> four guards you said uh under whose employ personal they ain't city oh. guards. Interesting. So what what business is it? Import export. I would, I'm really looking for like a company name or something, but that's fine. I'm sure it'll be like on the warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I'm uh, I'm happy, and then uh, I assume that we'll find you back here. Mm-hmm. Great. Any questions from you guys? Uh, no, no, I don't think so. And I'll uh, I'll turn around. I'll hop off my little stool and walk away. Uh, just turning an eye back to him, I will telepathically tell him, uh, "Pleasure doing business with you. See you later." <laughs> he sort of like throws his brown. Is like, you shouldn't do that to people. People <laughs> don't like it when you get in their head. Do it to the wrong person, I'll... you might do it to the wrong person. You might get, uh, and he sort of like he does that thing where like he puts the point of the the knife into the other finger. You might get a problem I'll, t- I'll turn to those as we go and be like see I'm, I'm, I'm in his head I'm under his skin already uh, and as you're walking away he says don't you want your little thingy back like the little device that you just left on the table uh you'll give it back to us when we give you the ledger fine <laughs> he just takes it puts it in his pocket we've got a few of them right yeah we've got two others <laughs> 
uh, and it means that we can tell um, what we can tell Zegith that uh, he's got one as a name. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> if he doesn't give it back, of course. So, uh, presuming you also picked up the little map of like that he gave you, and he pointed yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I, I didn't think he'd give, given it to us. Okay, yeah, sure. It's, it's literally like a hand-drawn <laughs> map. It's not like an expensive map. <laughs> Did you take the two sets of these tools, Maisie? Two sets? Um, yeah, I took one of them, but I will take both. What, what yeah. kind of road doesn't go everywhere without these tools? <laughs> uh, the kind that grew up in a mansion. <laughs> Somebody Ma- Maisie's like, like a rogue in theory. <laughs> yeah. So... You step outside. It's like dark at this point outside. The the lanterns have come on. It's not that late. It's probably you know like seven o'clock or so. But it's it's got dark. Uh, there's not many people around at this point, and everything, at least from the you know, warehouse section, you can imagine, is shutting down or has shut down. Uh, the warehouse that you've been pointed to is on uh, the western side of Southreach, uh, amongst a lot of these other like much larger warehouses. Uh, so you can see that by like the drawing. It's just a smaller building in, within like all of the other larger warehouses. You going straight there? Uh, I'll just stop quickly and say to Cal, uh, so you did seem super comfortable with, with this deal. Is that something that... Uh, is there anything you just want to air out before we continue? Well, I understand. I mean, I've, I've worked with people like this and I'm... I tended to not get involved in the uh, the sort of more criminal side of stuff, so I'm, I'm not very happy with. But then, uh, because we're trying to track down some criminals who are doing a robbery of a store, I'm conflicted to be honest. I'm not very keen on stealing stuff from someone. Think about it this way: uh, Let's say you're a city guard, right? And your uh, sergeant tells you we want to track down these people who keep stealing carpets. And so you go undercover, right? And to steal, to get in with those people, they want you to steal a carpet so that you can get in with them. You'd, that, you'd do that. That would, that would be fine, wouldn't it? Because the uh, the guards of the city would be aware of it and uh, would be sort of uh, condoning it. But that's not the case in this case, is it? No. It's just like, well, if we get caught doing this, we're going to be in big trouble. Unless we have leverage, which we have. Not with a guard, city guard, you know? No, we have information that they would want. I don't mm. think the guards have the the city guards have much influence down in this part. City. Yeah. Plus, we also have someone with lots of things that they want. But okay, look, I'm I'll stretch a point in this case, but I don't want anybody getting killed. All right. We will absolutely do our best not to kill anyone. Uh, I'm not going to promise you it's not going to happen though. Uh, rough ends of town. People go missing rather than, you know, going home. And yeah. that, if, if, that, if that's not part of the risk of being guard, uh, I, I don't know what to tell you. Well, absolutely. I mean, if, we, uh, if it's life or death, I understand. But, you know, if we have the choice, we just yeah. knock them out, okay? Sure. But you've killed someone before, right? No. No, no. I can think of. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I killed the rat. The, yeah, the, the, uh, but that, but that's not quite the same thing, is it? Huh. I mean, my. I think I, we have something to talk I, about when we get back to the room, Promo. <laughs> <laughs> my family are, are, are religious people. We spend our time helping people, not killing them. Yeah, helping people achieve the afterlife. That right? 
Achieving, <laughs> like getting to the afterlife? I don't think that's how it works. I tell you what, let's have a chat when we get back over here. And we'll, we'll talk about the uh, the rules of Helm and, and what the afterlife's all about. But well, it isn't really about helping people to get there. It's more about helping people wherever they are. Well, speaking of, I was actually thinking that a new uh, evangelical acolyte of Helm might prove an excellent distraction. And that way, you're also not really like being very dishonest if you're like, man, I love Helm. You should love Helm too. These are all the reasons why. That might be a good distraction for some guards. I could probably slip in behind him and not even bother him. Yeah. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm very happy to try and uh, help someone sort of once, Yeah. Wait, Maisie, how many knives do you have on you? One. Because the last time we had to fight some something, you like threw it away and then you had to improvise with whatever was lying around, right? I didn't throw that one away. I just didn't want to get near them again. Okay. But I picked up some more and threw them. And you didn't keep any of them? No, they're, they're the the guy's knives. I already damaged the, the one big one. Okay. I, I will reach into my coat and pull out a dagger and hand it to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Two daggers. Know, if, if, you, <laughs> if you throw one... Like a kid at Christmas. <laughs> I, will, I will unequip that. Uh, if you throw one, go back and get it, okay? We're trying not to leave any evidence. Yeah, well, these are, these are made for it, so absolutely, yeah. Okay. How do I, how do I just... Okay, I have to have like... Uh, I would note, for you, it is probably a bit small. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it still does the stab damage the same, right? It's it's like a what is it? It's like, like a, a butterfly knife, it's like the like the little oh. teeny ones that people. <laughs> um, oh no! So yeah. Okay. So everyone happy for us to go ahead? You? Oh, yeah. I mean, are not going to throw away knives and not go and get them. And if you throw one, you're not going to be unarmed. And you are happy to go ahead with a, I think, a very worthy cause. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So, but no killing. Okay. We do not uh, kill people if we don't have to. I will at most slice their Achilles tendons so they can't chase after me. Yeah, people live from that. Yeah. Right? Hmm. Okay. Okay. Not 100% convinced, but all right. He did say we'd help this this man, so... Yeah. And this guy is uh, a local... Well, the guy that we're ultimately helping is a shop owner. He helps the local economy. He provides jobs. You know? Hmm. All right then. Let's see how we cool. go. While we've been while we've been stood outside talking about this, Squeaky Pete hasn't like walked walk past us out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. Just like oh fuck. <laughs> right, let's go. So you walk across uh, Southreach. Um, coming from this more residential area over into the warehouse area. The warehouse area is mostly, like, just just dead at this point. Like, n- none of the factories are running. It's late enough that no one's around here. Very few people, very little foot traffic. Um, there are, as you walk across at a certain point, a couple guards that wander around. It's not like a heavy influence, but there's a couple that are just doing, like, a patrol. I'm sure it makes um, Kale's, uh, uh 
but pucker as about as, as much as it could <laughs> just walking past guards like i'm gonna do something illegal in this guards here I'm gonna yeah. say, oh no um good thing samir but, isn't here or isn't here otherwise we probably wouldn't be able to do this um yes but well, they, we, they we, don't, we don't know that he gets headaches from it yet <laughs> we don't we have not actually seen him that was out of character okay <laughs> <laughs> you've seen him get um the head pain but i don't think enough to associate i don't really know yeah um but yeah, so uh, you eventually walk over to uh, just a particular a particular row of warehouses. Not the biggest ones in the entire area, but some fairly large ones. And the one that correlates to where you've been pointed to on the map doesn't have a company name or anything. It just has a big number 22 on it. Um, it's very simple in nature with a little flare or flamboyance. It's just corrugated roof, brick walls. Uh, and you can see there's two guards sort of patrolling around the outside. One uh, in front of a the only door that seems to be in, at least from the side you can see. Uh, and the other one sort of walks around and then they switch places and the other one walks around and they switch places. Like every five minutes or so, they'll switch places. Um, that's about okay. as much as you can really get at this point without like more investigations or, or perceptions. And stuff. How, how tall are they? The guards, uh, it's very dark hard to tell specifically i know you've got some dark visions and stuff but about between you know, like five six and six three human slash elf okay. average sized um they're fairly muscular not like big orc muscular just like a muscular human maybe um and they're dressed in fairly simple enough clothing doesn't look like they match but some leathers or something and they have uh Possibly some like swords, daggers, that kind of thing. Uh, you can't really tell what weapons they have, but there's something like mounted on their backs. Well, I scout around the building. Go for it. All right, I'll try to stagger my walking behind the next guard that leaves just far enough behind to just kind of blend in with the shadow. Sure. Give me a uh, a stealth, a nice little sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. A little sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. 17. 17. Uh, far as you can tell, you're not even noticed. You sort of wait till the sort of guards come around and then he walks off. You sneak around a little bit, take a little bit of a sideway, and then follow around behind uh, and go around. I assume the whole way around the building. Yeah, just checking fairly... out the walls, see if there's any place to climb up, see if there's any other entrances or like things covering the walls as I'm going around. It's a fairly large building like it looked small because of how it's smaller than the other ones but it's actually fairly large like it takes a good five minutes to walk around the whole thing um there's not a lot of note the walls are like brick the entire way up you reckon maybe you could dig some knives into it you damage your knives a lot but there's no like natural way to climb up there is another door but it's a huge door at the back it's one of these you know big warehouse doors that's for like a big truck loading, or loading, loading and unloading yeah. which has you know big um, padlocks and all sorts of things on it that would make probably a lot of noise. You know, it's not your Big simple heavy easy metal. Uh, where, <laughs> the, <laughs> where the wall, <laughs> the fiddle, uh, often used in a. In a <laughs> um, where the wall meets up to the roof, you can see a gap, like an air gap, but not probably not one you could squeeze through without breaking some bits and. You're not sure how well that would go, even if you could climb up to the top of it. Um, like, it's just fairly simple, square roof, you know. 
And then you get around to the other side and you can just sneak away as the guards are sort of doing whatever it is. You guys, are you doing anything that five minutes whilst keeping out of the way? Yeah, staying in shadow. Um, you trying to blend in? Uh, well, we'd be around the corner, so... Yeah. Um, I will say to Cal, uh, what do you think happens if the guard doesn't return at kind of the regular interval? Do you think the other one goes to look for them? Or do you think that they then stay where they are uh, totally? Depends how well paid they are and how they are, I suppose. I mean, really, what they should do is go inside and raise the alarm. That's what I'm thinking, but it's whether or not they will do that. Because keeping one of them distracted shouldn't be that hard, even if it's just for a little bit, to get the, you know, if the other one leaves to go find them. That should be plenty of time. Possibility could, might work, it depends. As I say, it depends on how clever they are. I mean, I can try distracting one, and you can, if I can keep him talking, but I. I mean, the other thing, of course, is if they're not particularly intelligent, they're not going to be distracted for long unless you um, drop a coal, throw a, throw a coin or something. Maybe they'll you. chase after that. But talking to them isn't going to distract them for long. They'll just say no. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll see what Macy says when uh, when they get back about what they found. Okay. Okay. So after, after that five minutes, yeah, you wander on the other side, meet up with them again. Sorry, you said the surrounding buildings were taller than this current one, right? Yeah, so much, the... much bigger. The, the the next smallest building is like another five times the size. Like, they're huge warehouses in comparison. Um, Interesting. It, it doesn't, it's not like an oddity. There are other smaller warehouses, like, around it. Just, you know, th there's, there's a small slot between some of the big ones. Evidently, someone went, hey, I'll just build a smaller warehouse here. And how tall is the wall of the building? Oh, you're looking at like, like up a... to the roof. It's like I don't know exactly how high it is in feet, but you know, like airplane hangar kind of height. Mm, okay. like, very, very, very tall. Fifty feet. Yeah, exactly. About that kind of fifty foot kind of thing. Okay. In fact, the entire dimensions are kind of like an airplane hangar. One of like the ones that would feel like a Spitfire or something. A couple of those big planes just. It's a huge space. So what do we think then? I mean, I could go and try and distract one of them while you get in. Yeah. What's, the, could... what's the interval between them going around? So there's a five-minute window. Oh, sorry, are you asking me? or? But you can do an investigation if you want to look at like the way that it kind of ends up working. If you want to have done that investigation in the five minutes that Maisie was going around. Yeah, yeah. For those should, I, should I roll? Sure, I will assist you. Well, actually, perception rather than investigation, because you're not. Perception. I will still assist you. Yeah, give yourself an advantage on that. That's very kind, just as well, because that was rubbish. That's a lot better. Uh, that is perception, not persuasion. There it is. 21. Perception, 21. Perception. Yeah. So, it's Without the assist, it would more or less exactly five minutes every time. It seems they go a fairly constant speed around the uh, around the edge. The other guard waits in front of the door. Um, you know, you can tell that the guard in front of the door not particularly attentive. It doesn't seem as though they're like, you know, staring at every corner, making sure everything's fine. It kind of just feels like they do their wait, they walk around. They, you know, they wait, they walk around, they wait, they walk around. Um, you do uh, see one slight because it's a twenty-one. I'll give you this a, a slight detail. <clears throat> when they do this changeover, evidently the one who's in front of the door is always aware 
of about how long it's going to be. Maybe they have a watch or whatever. And when it gets to about five minutes, you can see them like looking at the corner that the guard's going to be coming around. And eventually, sometimes, when the guard comes around the corner, the first guard that is now being replaced will walk up to the initial guard. They'll have a natter for 20 seconds, maybe. And then they'll move on. It doesn't seem like they're particularly, like, you know, attentive all of the time. It doesn't seem like they particularly care. So there does seem to be a very small window every now and again when there's no one in front of the door. But whether or not that would be good enough for you, that's up to you guys. So, Maisie, do you think you can open that door? Maybe. I've unlocked a few doors. How long do you think it will take you? Any idea? I won't know without getting a better look at the door. Okay. So, big question. Do we want to distract one of them and see if the other one, see them what the other one does, or do we want to try and distract both of them at the same time? Either together or apart. I mean, we could, we could wait until the one's coming around the corner and then cause a distraction so they both come over, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I think their actions will be more... Um predictable if they're both distracted at the same time okay. but if one has to go off on their own then who knows what they're actually going to do so what do we do to distract them uh, two ideas first one uh, Cal what we said about you being kind of a evangelical preacher um, I don't know how well known Helm is around here so you could talk to them about that and distract them for as long as you can other option is I distract them um, as a child, and you know I've lost I've lost a parent I've I've done whatever, and I'll just I'll make myself look a little bit different and um, you know see if I can then kind of keep them distracted as much as possible. I should also do both. I could also try to squeeze them in the break where they're both off on the side, and then if something oh. goes is about to go wrong. Well, I'm thinking at that point at that point we distract them uh, yeah. so that it doesn't just you know, take one of them to turn around. Like, don't risk it if you don't have to, but if you're telling them they're about to go, then mm-hmm. get their attention. Yeah. So basically, the plan is then that as soon as the one in front of the door goes away to talk to the other guy, Maisie heads across and starts to open the door. We all need to prepare ourselves over, the, over in the shadows towards the corner, and then if they look like they're finishing their chat, we come out and Perhaps I'll do the evangelical bit first. If they look like it isn't working, you come out and I'll say, look at that, there's a child over there has got a broken leg or something. I think the child one may be more convincing. I think the evangelical well, one may scream of, oh, this is definitely a distraction. Um, I, I think we, if we can, we should have two people inside um, just in case it, two people are needed. We don't. We won't. Not necessarily need um, two people out here. I, I feel pretty confident that I can distract people well enough. Um, and then if you guys go inside, Cal, you can keep a lookout, make sure that uh, Maisie is able to work uninterrupted in case we then need a second distraction inside. I'm also yeah, a little, if I'm going to do that, then I probably want to take armor. my yeah. armor off. Yes, because it's, if it, with this on, it's going to be going to be past. I just keep my fingers crossed to do try and. Hit me too hard. So I'll take my armor off. Sure. Take your armor off. Very shiny. You're going to like take off your coat as well. and I'm going to get around the corner out the way where no one can see me. Sure. 
take. But like, are you are you gonna like take? I got it. I have to or something. I'll put it back in the backpack. Okay. I mean, if it's in the backpack, it's not gonna be massively quiet. So, I mean, I guess mechanically, it's <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll in, in the backpack. Luckily enough, I have <clears throat> several pairs of socks. <laughs> Always got underwear, just just to be prepared. Underwear, exactly. So, so, so in case I need to wear put clean underwear on, exactly. Now, knowing you, you've probably got like a bag to put the armor piece in. Each individual piece in its own bag. And... I, oh yes, that's true. All sort of like I was toying with the idea of, of putting on my monk robes and uh, and going and uh, doing the evangelical thing in monk robes, but I thought if that goes wrong, I'll probably get killed. <laughs> So in this particular case, I'm not going to do that. I'll, put, I'll just put the uh, okay. Right. Uh, so I will. I will keep them distracted. You two get into position. Um, quick question. I'm. You know, I know what kids look like, but around like a human child around my height, how old would that be? How you're two foot six, aren't you? Two and a half. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's maybe it depends on <clears throat> how well fed they are, I suppose. But two foot six. Not not know. well fed. Probably about five, six. Okay. Cool. Uh, and how? Mm. They don't have a beard. If that's uh, helpful. <laughs> that is oh, helpful. I heard something about a dwarf, ch- dwarf children having beards, but I, 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 you know, I've not spent a great deal of time around children. So, um, okay. I think yeah, I've got an idea. Um, what do we think? Blood? Blood would help? Yeah, it might do. Because if you said there's, uh, I don't know, someone's stolen something valuable off you, they might be interested in that. As a child, okay. what what would they steal that's valuable? Just just, uh, just give me back my, my knife, just for a second. Sure. Cool. I'll take it and I will just, I'll reach back and just like on like the back of my shoulder i'll just draw like a little bit of blood not enough to like yeah cause blood damage but just get a bit of blood smear <laughs> so on my what hand. Is a little bit of blood but not enough to lose one hp yes. <laughs> cosmetic cosmetic blood i do in fact cosmetic have, blood. In, in 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 i have a disguise kit on me so i could reach into a bag and pull out some fake blood but i thought yeah. that this would be you know <laughs> uh, Your arms so, off. it's cosmetic yeah uh <laughs> So I'll kind of smear my hand in blood. I'm gonna take my take my jacket off first, pull out my wand, tap myself, and you'll see my image kind of like shiver, almost like like a wave traveling down over my skin, like a ripple. Uh, and stood in front of you is same height, same kind of build, uh, a skinny kind of five year old human child, um, kind of again almost very similar sunken eyes, uh, kind of almost hollow cheekbones, looking very thin and not very well fed clothes dirty uh, and i'll take my hand and i'll just kind of smear the blood over my face um as much as it as possible like it's not a load of blood uh so it's just like kind of a bit and i'll go um right uh remember guys the most important thing is to have fun uh, and not get caught <laughs> i think the most important thing is to go with the don't get caught part yeah yeah okay Maisie. Off we go, I suppose. Let's, let's, let's watch out for our moment. Get in position, and I will... Uh, yeah. So the two of you that are going to be hiding around the corner, ready to go. Give me some stealth rolls. And uh, for obviously for you, uh, you'll be waiting until they come around. So you can tell me in a second. Just hold on to those stealth rolls. 
including Carly, who is paying attention and needs to do a stealth roll. I am looking at um, my spells. So you wait a bit, and it actually takes about 10 minutes. The first time around, you realize the opportunity is not quite there. But the next time around, you see uh, the, the one of the guards he walks up to the first one as they sort of meet away from the door and start chatting. Uh, and that is obviously this golden opportunity that you guys were reaching for. How does this go down? So I will kind of like walk out into, you said that it was that there was some like low light. Uh, so there's, there's lights on the road. So the way this is, is like a big road and then a load of warehouses sort of lined up like it would be houses, but they're warehouses. And the, but the, the lights, like the, the lamps on the main road are few and far between. On the front of the actual warehouses, some of them have lights that are on, some of them have lights that are off. This one has like one kind of light over the door. And then another light kind of on each of the corners. So there's not a lot of light around. But they're at like the one of the corners. Yeah, they, they've got some light sort of around them. So I'm going to kind of like stagger out, like uh, in, like injured staggering, not drunk staggering. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know, I'm going to kind of try and I'll only kind of stop doing that once I'm angled away from the door. So that, if they're looking at me. Mm. Uh, and I'm going to say. <clears throat> I'm going to uh, squeak in a high-pitched voice. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to say, um, help, the, vo the voice, it won't it won't stop in my head. Please stop. And once I'm within 30 feet of them, uh, one of them will hear inside their head uh, something in just random words in, let's say, uh, in Agnes. Um, okay. Uh, and I'll start going up to them. What's that uh, I have no idea. It's not on my end. Oh, I think it's my <laughs> think end. It's... Yeah, I think it is. Uh, that's that's in Agnes uh, in your head right now. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just squeaking like a loud bat. Uh... In Agnes, just for a reminder, is in fact one of the the languages spoken in the hells, of course. Yeah, I can speak in Agnes. There you go. We all can. There you go. We now know things about each other that uh, we don't know <laughs> in character. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I will keep like like crying and uh, like looking very vulnerable. And I'm kind of going for like a kind of horror movie child vibe uh, of you know talking about the voice and it won't it won't let me go and it keeps making me do things, etc. Just vomit everywhere. Uh, yeah, give me a <laughs> give me a performance. I want to see a performance on this, but I'm going to give you advantage for this this very um, <laughs> detailed scene. I, I like I like the direction of this. It would be terrifying. Can you imagine being in the middle, like, it's not middle of the night, but late at night, it's dark. You're not expecting much, and this child comes out with these voices in your head. Ah, that would be a hell of a distraction. Uh, it's a 16. Yeah, that's more than good enough. Yeah, they just start, like, immediately, one of them's just, like, grabbing his head, like, what, what, is, what is happening? And the other one's like, oh, my God, what the, what, what, what is this right now? Just, like, coming down to you, trying to, like, calm you down as a child. More than enough of a distraction. What were your, um... 18 uh, stealth. 18 <laughs> stealth. Well, I, I got 18 stealth. 18. Good enough. You realize you've got like a good like minute probably or more. Like this is a good distraction. Like a very good distraction. Okay. First things um, first, try the um the totally normal thing that we do every time and just see if the door's open to begin with. Yes. The door is not open. It is locked. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm very very that. worth trying though. Can yeah. you imagine? <laughs> Click, got it. I've locked it. <laughs> <laughs> So then, do you need a sleight of hand for me then? Uh, it'll be um, or a thieves' tools. Um, thieves' tools check, which you aren't proficient with. Yeah, so it's still a plus five. A dex 
plus proficiency, right? Um, I don't know. I, I think with thieves' tools, it's just plus proficiency because it's yeah, just a proficient tool. To any proficiency bonus, okay. To any ability checks mean, you make to open. Does that mean anybody using thieves' tools gets the same chance, no matter how dexterous or not dexterous they are? Oh, that's it said, it's, it said it's added to an ability cool. check, and the ability checks are... I, I was going to say, that doesn't sound right to me, because, I mean... I, I, I never really Maisie, know with... Maisie would be better at, at using these tools than I would, because my dex is zero. I would just pick it up and drop it. Uh, picking a lock requires a dexterity skill check, and the use of these tools This typically has blah blah blah... If your character is proficient with these tools, you add your proficiency bonus to the result of the dexterity check. So yeah, you are correct. Okay. It is dexterity. Oh, that that makes sense. Sense. I guess you just make whatever ability check suits whatever it is you're trying to do, and then if the tool would, yeah. would help in that situation, you add your proficiency. So yeah, you'll, yeah. you'll get your dex. 16, yes, fine. You you get the, uh, the you know, your, your tools. You've used them before, but you've only ever used them in like... Like, um... Like a door that is you are legally like you own, or like a padlock that you're fiddling with, but it works in pretty much the same way. It's a fairly simple lock. You get the one, you get the tensioner in, you fiddle a little bit, and it just it takes only it takes about ten seconds, and uh, the door unlocks. Come on, you open it up. The door does that thing where it just starts squeaking ever so slightly, so you have to be very quiet. Like, I know that's some oil. I haven't got any oil. I've got ink. I can, I can pour ink on it. <laughs> and then you uh, you step inside to a very dark and very open warehouse. And when you shut the door, it, it closes. You can tell that you, there doesn't seem to be any reaction to it, but you can tell that just from the way that that closed, any noises in here are going to echo like nobody's business. Like it's like it's it's a very sort of echoey space. The space you're standing in um, is basically one giant room with a load of boxes piled up everywhere. Um, some huge crates, some smaller crates. There's a bit of like a um, moving crane system placed across the, the the ceiling of most of it. It's kind of just like a scaffolding, which has a big hook that obviously is for moving things around. Uh, and then only one other feature, which is a small room, the other corner from where you currently are. Um, only about like 30 foot by 20 foot. It's not a huge, in fact, maybe even smaller than that, you know, 20 foot by 10 foot. It's a very small room. Um, with a light outside of the door and two guards sitting either side of that door. Not for fuck's sake. I can try and put them to sleep. <laughs> By uh, preaching at them. Uh... <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it works every time. <laughs> okay. If I... So just so you're aware, line of sight right now, easy to block. Tons of crates that you could hide and walk around to get to them. There's, there'll be like a 10-foot, 15-foot kind of space which you would have to go across to get to them. Um, okay, put it this way. There is a 10-foot, 10, 10 or 15-foot gap between like the two sides of all of the piles of crates. And you would at some point have to walk across that. You can either go across it early and then hide and go around behind them, or you could hide around the crates on the side that you are, and then have to go across that gap later. Can I get what I mean? Yes? No? Okay, so imagine, big big room, there's there's a load of crates piled on the right-hand side, and a load of crates piled on the left-hand side, and a 15-foot gap between the two, which is definitely like walkway or like storage okay. way. Yeah. Down the other end, 
um, which kind of like lines up ish with the, the crates on the left hand side is this room. So you can either go across that gap and sneak behind a load of crates to get behind them, or you can sneak on the side that you currently are, and then you'd still have to go across this 15 foot gap, kind of like a, a road between two rows of houses. Mm. So if we go down the side we're on, and we then come out, are we coming out at the back of this little room, or are we going to come out no, near you'd, where you'd they are? you be coming out in, in front of them. In front of them, okay. I mean... <sighs> it's dark in here, though. Like, it's not... Like, the corner that you're in is not lit. The only light in this entire inside it's of the warehouse the door. that's currently on is over the door that they're standing at. And that's, you know... <laughs> 100 feet, 150 feet away. Like, it's, it's, it's far. So we could we could sneak across and go to get a bit, maybe get bound, but we, eventually we're going to have to deal with them. Do we have Unless... anything we could throw? I've got a crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I fire a bolt up into the ceiling at the far side or something, they'll hear the noise. Well, that's going to sound a lot different than if something was supposedly falling over, or if there was like a oh. rat that ran by. Oh, I see. Well, in that case, I've got what I've got. Uh, I've got. I've got some candles. Uh... A dog candle. <laughs> yeah, right. So big. No, no killing, guys. Arson. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't thinking they'd light it. I was just being told to make noise. Because so, you see, if I'm not the one who kills them, it's the fire that kills them, then I'm not the one that's to blame. That is, that is really sending them to hell through Flint, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, my uncle Flint did it, so I think it's fine. <laughs> channeling the uh, channeling the uh, inner Flint. Uh, I can throw a candle. They, 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 that make a noise. But then it'd be very so, obvious that there was someone else here that had a candle in there. No, 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 no. Don't be throwing anywhere near them. Just, so if we go down the outside, and then I throw it back down this way somewhere, back down towards this end, they'll hear the noise and perhaps, perhaps come and investigate. And then find a candle. That definitely is yeah. not here before. But by the time they get there, they'll be inside anyway. Getting out again is different, of course. Or I could trap in them to sleep. If I use sleep, this is something I don't know, and I don't know if if uh, Calvin would know either. Is if I cast sleep on somebody and they don't go to sleep, do they know that there's a spell trying to put them to sleep? Because it doesn't say on the spell. It doesn't say, so I would assume not, because it specifies when someone knows that a, a spell has been cast. Yeah, like some person says. Oh, at the end of this, the person knows that you tried to charm them. So I would assume not. Because it's sleep as well. They're not actually collapsing. They just go... <gasps> mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to try. What's, this? What's the range? The range is... We should 90. get a lot closer first. It's 90 feet. <laughs> and how close yeah. together are they? They're either side of the door. There's a chair either side of the door and they're both sitting That's down. That's great. So they are close enough together so I can get them both. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we should we, we need to get we need to get closer. I can't reach. I can't get them from here. We should probably pass over, Gunnar. Lots of a chance they'll see us. Let's do that then. Okay. 
Uh, both of you are stealth to walk across this gap. In the Shroud of Dark, you'll both get advantage because, let's be honest, it's like Woo! basically like anyway. Uh, oh, if I can do better than that, I'd be doing well. <laughs> I usually don't tell you my rolls, but I just roll a two and a one. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just got a two and a sixteen plus. <laughs> I got an eighteen and an eighteen. Nice. So, nice. You are on fire today, Mark. I am. <laughs> Uh, this is this new dice that Alex gave me. It's doing yeah. really, really ah. well. I, have a, I've, I also rolled a natural one twice. Oh, well. That but is true. Is but we're always with advantage. Yes. True. Right. So you uh, you sneak across very easily. Like, you can tell, again, every time you, like, make a little scritch across the floor or anything, it just echoes just a little bit. Turns um, out they're already but... asleep. <laughs> they, must <have> to, <laughs> they must have to wear, like, ear defenders working in here all day if everything is echoing super loudly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, uh... Huh? You sneak across, uh, get to the other side, yeah, and then you're like, you can basically walk behind a gigantic row of these these big crates and such. Um, the crates are in such a way that you could look in them if you were particularly keen. I know you were asking previously what they are. Uh, looking at the outside of the crates, are there any sign of uh, markings? Like, for example, a crossed <laughs> dagger and. Nothing thing. in that vein. Um, the only kind of markings are like shipping labels, um, which yeah. are very unhelpful because they mostly just. Other location that you're currently at. I mean, I take it to look inside. I have to open one. Yes, and that would be a noisy thing to do. So I'm not going to do that. Potentially. So we'll work our way down to Sorry. the other end. The way, just again to be more specific, you work all the way down it. It means that you are currently on the right hand side, the right hand wall of that little building. That's as close as you can get. Which means if you went forwards and left, that would be the front of this uh, this mini building that the guards are sitting at the door at. So you're right around the corner from them. Cool. Right. I'm just cool. seeing if I have any D8s I have. Not enough. Yeah, it's like 8D8 or something, right? It's 5D8, unfortunately. I swear to God, if you, if you roll ones on this, I'm going to be so sad. I've got... Three, so I shall roll those three. Make sure they actually are d8s, not yeah, they are d8s. Where's my red one gone? Where's my red d8 gone? There's. That's Me meanwhile, me. outside, just <laughs> <laughs> child panicking. You're still doing it, or have you given up at this point? Eight. Oh no, I'm still doing it. Yeah. Eldritch I sound, Eldritch so screams coming from outside. Yeah, <laughs> you got one guy who's just like, "What is this coming from?" And another guy's like, "I don't know what to do." Yeah. While Kali is staring uh, deeply into his home symbol. Sixteen. I'll be doing as much as I can uh, to, <laughs> uh, What's to up, like, man? be distracting them, including uh, if if it seems like I'll I can get away with it as part of that check. Um, at various times, I will start to speak that kind of like uh, language <laughs> that the office. one is hearing in their head um, to as like the verbal component. And I will kind of, as I'm flailing my hands, I will like press to digitate various things like, you know, lights um, will go on and tentacles. off. And... If you're going to extend it even further, I want you to do another perform performance roll. Okay, yeah. Okay, I've got my roll ready when you are. Uh... 17. <laughs> Even better yeah, than the, the, Everything's just fucking popping off. <laughs> is, there, possession scene. <laughs> is there any loose thing that maybe he can grab a hold of to throw in the area? Um, Candles. <laughs> I can give you a candle. It's mostly all these boxes. Uh, I reckon 
Any like snap like pieces a, of wood or like pebbles tracked I, in from outside. I was gonna say there's probably like a, a like on the ground there's probably a fair number of like just like general debris. Debris, exactly like maybe a little bit of like broken wood, some stones. Nothing that's like anything in particular. I'm gonna get um, just like a handful if, of stones or something. If, if one of them goes and the other one doesn't, I can't get them both with my spell. I know. It's in case it fails. Or only one of them uh, is slept, oh. sleeping. Fair point. Okay. Here we go then. Yeah, you can get a handful of, say, like, five decent pebbles. Sure. So I shall um, now cast my sleep spell. Sure. What's it look like? Yeah. It'll be, so uh, it'll be a sort of a very fine mist to come from my fingers and just spread out. It diffuses. It's so close to me, it's like a mist, but it diffuses it goes towards the like you Febreze them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like a gentle, gentle mist falls upon them, and the number of hit points I have rolled is something like 30. 3 zero. Chlorine. 30. Oh, nice. It okay. was good. I had a couple of bad ones and a couple of really good ones. Mm. Uh, I'm just checking this. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Does it say how long they stay? A minute, I guess. Uh, how long they stay uh, casting action, you know, duration. It's duration, duration one minute, minute yeah. so that'll be it. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't think you particularly, it just, you, you wouldn't really know unless you, you know, peek around the corner, but you don't hear any, like, you, you, you hear breathing, it's very quiet here, you hear breathing, um, like, slow down, get quieter, more I'll peek around the corner. They seem to both be asleep. That's for true. Yeah. So you know at this point you have, about 60 seconds. I think it's worked, we've got a minute, let's get going. Quietly, so you <laughs> shuffle over, uh, and uh, the door to this one doesn't it doesn't have a doesn't have a keyhole. Close the door. Okay, open the door. Yeah, open the door. You step inside of a very very simple office. Like the outside of the walls of this are like white sheetrock. The inside are basically white sheetrock as well. There's a single very boring desk. It looks like it was at one point fancy and someone's bought it to try and fancy up the place because you know, it's got drawers and things. And there's a couple like um, filing Sorry. cabinets and, and... someone at the front door. I'll be back in a sec. Filing cabinets and, uh, and bookcases uh, and things. But um, you, were pre you were told that like it was a drawer that you're trying to get into. So... Yeah, you can investigate the, the, the drawer or the, the desk. Yeah, go for it. Roll me an investigation. Um, may I take advantage of Kale? I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's helping you. Wonderful. Uh, dirty 20. <laughs> yes, fine. Um, the other one was it's three. There's, there's a few drawers on either side, but only one of them has a keyhole, has, has a lock on it. Sure. Okay. Well, I will try to try to do the thing then. Do it. It's it's your uh, dexterity plus, plus, plus uh, five. Yeah. yeah. Um, plus your proficiency. That is fifteen. Fifteen. This one's more difficult. You can't quite. You're like, oh no, this is like a you know, it's a bit of a struggle, and you can feel you're just about to lose like a lot of your tension and everything when it just about clicks open. This is probably quite an exciting moment for you. You've never actually really like yeah. done this properly before. You pull out the drawer. It's one of those drawers where like it looks as though it would have rollers to help it open, but it actually doesn't have rollers, so it just like scrapes on the inside. Yeah. 
Uh, and sitting inside, uh, there's a few other things like uh, a little little pouch, uh, a little leather pouch, and then some like pens and bits of paper. But What's the main the thing is this big this big leather um, uh, leather book. Okay, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. And then what's in the pouch? Uh, in the pouch is just about 25 gold split up between, you know, various uh, denominations. Yeah, I'll... I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and also check the drawer for a false bottom. Uh, give me a, a, another investigation then. Okay. 16. You Mark. You muted. We We haven't got long. 16. Sorry, I didn't hear the number. 16. Um, No, there's no, there's no uh, false bottom. You, you you, like push down and as you push down, you like open up the bottom and you can just see straight through the drawer. (laughs) (laughs) Just push it back in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Stick it in your bag, wander outside. And as you get back round to the side where you were originally hiding, you can hear a bit of <laughs> two people pretending they didn't just fall asleep. <laughs> okay. We've got to get out of here now. Okay. So you wander back up this sort of aisle. Again, you have to sort of walk across this bit. So Yeah. Some so, stealths. Is that what you're saying? Advantage stealth. Advantage? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I've got 19 on the first one. Mm-hmm. 17 on the second one. So 19 and 17? Mm-hmm. Not 19 and 17. Oh, so true. <laughs> yeah, that's 36. Yeah. You walk across, <laughs> and it's fine. It's all fine. You're sneaking, you're sneaking. And just as you're getting to the other side, just just hiding you, you hear this, you see something <laughs> from echoing from the other side. <laughs> As the, the chair sort of like scoots a little bit as they stand up and you hear this and there's a long distance to go. Yeah, just quickly shuffle. You um you shuffle out the door, open up, you go outside, looking to your right, there is just chaos, there's lights <laughs> flashing, there's just like one guard going one guard like just what do we do? What do we do? Before we open the door, I'm gonna throw one of those pebbles back from where we came from on the other side of the okay. warehouse. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> there's all this like chaos going on over there. Yeah. And there's and very quiet, yeah, just the try, quiet, close the door quietly, try to get, and then go try to get from all the tension, and be like, "Well, if I'm if I'm facing towards you guys, so that the guards are facing mm-hmm. me, I should see you leave with a three hundred foot vision of whatever." What's your What's your passive perception? Mine. Yeah. Uh, it's like eleven. Yeah. Eleven. Ooh. Um, because you guys are being I, pretty. I, I did stealthy. not build a high perception character this time. So I, I <laughs> Once we egged it, we're trying to get his attention though. And also, he okay. If, if you're being He'll obvious about it, then sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be watching out for us as well. Not like making a bunch of noise, but like waving arms towards him. Give me a perception, then, uh, Cromwell. You should be looking out for it. Uh, Eleven. <laughs> no, I <laughs> said. <laughs> uh, yeah, just about. I reckon you do catch their eye, um, but at the same time, one of the other guards, in the panic, looks around. And is now kind of curious like what's going on over there but also distracted by what's going on over here you can hear some footsteps coming from inside the building getting louder and louder and louder towards the door 
We're off. Cool. I'm off. Yeah, yeah, they're off, and I will cease causing all manner of sparks yeah, suddenly... and, and screaming, and I will I will stop. I will roll back my eyes, silence into which one of the two was it that saw them? The one with the the voice in his head, or the one? Yeah, the one with the voices. Okay, so he he saw them. Uh, he yeah he, he, oh, he saw the movement. He saw something. He's not. He's he is now like looking that way at like the something was over there kind of. Okay, uh, so I will then uh, immediately cease all of that. I will disguise self again, um, which doesn't it doesn't actually require the wand. Um, so I I don't even have to pull it out to do okay. it. Uh, I will again speak and I will transform my thing like and again it will kind of like ripple through my skin but instead of uh it being into like just a child uh it will be like a skeleton so it will almost look like the flesh is peeling off and <laughs> oh as that is happening God. i will run in the other way <laughs> as this kind of like just dis almost disintegrating flesh onto a skeleton just starts running into the dark this, this like the one that was like trying to calm you down is like got his hands on you like as as this skin starts like apparently melting around his hands just lets out this very, very, very masculine scream. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> just, just like sprints into the dark. He just, he just leaves. The other one who's like panics turns around at the scream and sees you and is like, what is going on? Distracted as you then sprint off into as the dark. As a little skeleton like, boy runs away. <laughs> <laughs> and then the door opens and the, the, the guard who was like, what's going on? Looks out, goes to the right, sees, you know, the... the one of the guards, the one who's still there having a mental breakdown, goes over that direction rather than over to you, and you sort of just escape off into the night. <laughs> this is Ocean's 1.2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool. yeah. So... You, we would probably meet back up where we left our like backpack and and like, yeah. coat and stuff. So you would probably get back to find me as this kind of like skeleton putting on my coat and you know putting my hat on. Just high five. Come <laughs> on, hey, performance. That gave me a bit of a shock. That's a, that's a really good look. That's clever. I should do yeah. that. And I picked this up for oh. you, and I'll give you the twenty-five gold pouch. Oh, thank, uh, were you telling me it's got 25 gold in it, or I'll oh, just hand you a pouch? Just hand you a pouch. Great. You don't want to split this? My money does jiggle jiggle. <laughs> you don't no, want to... No, 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 my family has no, a ton. No, no, no. Oh. Okay, I, I'm sorry. not keen on that. That was, uh, that was taken. Plus, that was an incredible yeah. performance. That, thanks, guys. Although, thanks. I would say, if you feel like sort of donating a couple of gold to charity, you know, that'd be nice. Well, have a have a think about a charity, and I'll uh, you know we can discuss which which one we want to have a look at. Um, am I right? Just to put twenty five gold in, Alex, or do you want it in the various? You, you said it was in various different coins. Twenty five. Cool. I've never been too bothered about that kind of stuff. Great. Uh, right, I will um, just kind of like shake myself, and again, like a like a ripple down, but skin appearing this time, uh, and I'm back to being little old Cromwell. Cromlin? Cromwell. Cromwell, <laughs> Cromwell the Cromlin. Well, I've got Crom honest, Cromlin is, is, Cromlin is your skeleton boy persona. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cromlin. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, I guess we uh, we should probably take like a, a bit of a winding path back to the uh, salty task. Yeah. Sure. So you go for like just whatever route, just random lefts and rights, keeping an eye on where you are. Uh, through um, 
the streets. It's it's pushing later, you know, nine o'clock, half nine kind of time. Um, not a lot of people around still. Possibly some people moving towards, you know, taverns or whatever. There's not like a lot of like dining establishments, so not a lot of reason to leave in the evening. But uh, the only thing that you do see as you uh, go around one of the corners at a certain point is a guard. Uh, as in a, a city guard talking to the guard that ran away is the guard that ran away is just like panickingly obviously trying to describe what well, there was a child and then he like he melted and, and it was like <laughs> oh, nice and it was also I don't know what's going on this guy was just like I've just uh-huh. sorry I've just had uh, the image in my mind of what I've uh, I've just inadvertently recreated um, the car protecting summer in Rick and Morty Mm-hmm. If you've seen that, oh, yes. where it like <laughs> creates the guy's kid and then kills it in front of him, it's <laughs> <laughs> also very Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, but he's just like trying to describe it. This guy's looking at him like this guy is so drunk. <laughs> um, yeah, and then you, you just walk past, you know, whistling nonchalantly uh, back in the direction of uh, the warehouse. It's only literally been like the, two hours, maybe. Not the warehouse. The, the tavern, not the warehouse. Sorry, the, the tavern. We're not going, we're not going back to the scene of the crime. Alex. <laughs> 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 oh, my, what happened here? <laughs> yes, back back towards the the salty task. As we head you back, I'm, I'm going to have a little look inside the ledger, see what I can see. Mm. Sure. So you have a look in the ledger. Um, it, it's not particularly interesting. Like a lot of it is a lot of distribution numbers and prices, which is all boring and like very difficult for you to understand not having any idea about this kind of stuff. Maisie, you maybe recognize the format slightly from the one or two times you've been forced to look at the books of your family's business, but you've never really been paying attention. Oh God, what's um, is, the, is the information in there as to who this belongs to? Like, or, what they're, or, or what they're selling? Yeah. There's no names, but the, the only thing that you can kind of garner uh, is it makes a lot of references to fine material. That's just like the the product being passed back and forth it just says fine material a lot um and then uh a couple of like others uh and you can see uh at one point um there's as you look through one of the entries of like product something was written then like very heavily scribbled out and then it just says fine material uh are there any signatures on it can I can I distinguish what was underneath the scribbling out? You can try. Give me an investigation. It'll be very difficult. Investigation. Macy very, very specifically <laughs> uh, no. ignored that the, these kinds of lessons. Why Lafamo hated hated her? Yeah, it's not a natural one. Quite. It's a two. It's a two. But I with my bonus though that makes it seven. No. You've got no clue. It, it, it's like they've properly made sure that that, that is uh, not readable. Um, what did you, Joe, you asked something? I said, are there any signatures on it? There are some signatures, but like they're just scribbles. Like they, you can't read. Can't tell whose name now. Okay, so that's fine. Uh, can I. Doctors work in this uh, warehouse. <laughs> do um, I'll say, I will say to Cal, uh, do, do you happen to have any like uh, pen and paper or anything? Yes. You? I do actually, I have some parchment and ink. Why? Could I please um, borrow some? And by borrow, I mean use and probably not get back. Never ever get back. Yeah, absolutely. How much have I got? Oh, did you want your dagger back? Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Thank you. Where's your parchment? Where's your parchment? I've got one sheet of parchment. Cool. Uh, Alex, I would like to make use of my background feature, if that's all right. Mm hmm. 
um, to just basically copy down their signatures, just their signatures for the moment. Just want to copy what them. What is your they are. background? Uh, do you want me to read it to you? I, I, don't, I tell you, what, I will send it to you. Who who uses their uh, their background? I always try and use I, it, I at got least, it. I got it. I got it. At I got least it. once. I, I tried to use my I used my um my one from Barty like once and as well. Oh, damn, that's like powerful kind of shit here. <laughs> what? Player's handbook, baby. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, fine then. That's that's fine. Yeah. Cool. So and then, cool. So you you would you would see me basically just copying down the signatures. <laughs> yeah, the copying down the signature like extremely well. Why are you so good at that? Like, <laughs> hmm? Why are you so good at that? Scribbling in. Everyone does that. No, I'll just I fold it up. It's like very specific scribbling. I mean, yeah, people, it's people's names. I was just thinking it, it might be handy if we ever need to go back there. Or it might be something that Squeaky Pete might uh, knock off uh, some kind of money for or give us some money for. I mean, it's already going to have the signatures, right? Given them the yeah, book. that's true. That is very true. Might be useful for us to have. We can't have, I suppose. Planning on framing people? I was thinking more in case we ever need to rob them again. Mm. Just having a note from someone to say, let this person do what they want, might be easier than kind of pretending to be a demon. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good, though. Thank so you. I hope, I, I, <laughs> hopefully we don't need to. Oh, of course. <laughs> so, uh, should we head back into the old uh, uh, local, as it were? <laughs> so you go back to the salty desk, uh, down the gallery, through the door. Again, you get in these stairs, but you know where you're going this time. Directly into the corner to see... Uh, your good mousy friend, Squeaky Pete, who, uh, as you walk over, looks over, is like, did you forget something? I was just, I mean, no, we didn't uh, forget anything, no. Why are you here? Uh, we've got what you asked for. Already? Yeah, I mean, you, you said that we were competent individuals. Did you? Did you not have faith in us? I never called you competent. I've never seen you work before. I'm pretty sure you said that we look like comp competent people, <clears throat> do you? Definitely, did, definitely said that. Yeah. Yeah. Mine yeah. like a steel trap, us to, uh, combined. <laughs> Individually, can... not so much. Well, shit. I can honestly say I didn't expect to see you again. Yeah. Eh, maybe well, I misjudged you. It's a nice surprise, isn't it? Right. Well, a deal's a deal. Put the ledger on the table, which I'm. I'm sure you do, as he's saying it, and I'll tell you where you can find your lady. Great. Lady. So you put that down, he just takes a little peek just to check that it is, you know, <laughs> the right thing. He says, all right. Well, the Galu made, made your little electronic thing, that sigil, it's, uh, she goes by Fletcher. She's a real sketchy lady, but she's uh, stupid clever. She runs a less than legal technology shop nearby. It's called the Lock and Key. Uh, but I'd be really careful going in there and asking questions. She's not one to fuck around with. Lock and Key. And the artisan is... There's, 
Does Fletcher have a full name, or is it like a an assumed? I think I'm gonna know. Well, you got uh, more chance than we have. Yeah, it's Fletcher. That's what she goes by. Okay. Okay. Do you know what uh, what race she is? Is she human or is she elven or? Never met her myself. Any known associates? Plenty. She makes tools for all sorts. Fair enough, then. Fair enough. And uh, you said nearby. You wouldn't happen to know where? I can give you a location. Give me that map back. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. He just, just, like, stabs his knife through, like, a a small building. We have a (laughs) Just leaving a little hole. (laughs) And then just hands it back. (laughs) Okay, great. Uh, let's see. Um, so Fletcher of... Uh, you said you've not met met them, but uh, they're the sole kind of uh, owner of the shop. Only person no, that would be in there the, behind the counter. I assume so. That's her brand. Okay. Yeah. She'll know who, uh, who who she made these for. She wouldn't have been the one that used them. But uh, I'm not sure how conducive she'll be to giving away, away that information. Okay. That's a fair point, actually. I imagine if you're doing this kind of stuff, you wouldn't want to be uh, telling people who your clients were. Okay. okay, thank you very much. It's very kind of you. Anything else that we need to know before we go, guys? No, I uh, I think I think that's okay. Great. Why would someone so put a way to find them on their tools that people use for illegal activities? It's... Uh... Free advertising and uh, pride. It's only people in the know who are, who are going to be able to find it. Like, this hasn't exactly been easier, but we've not just been able to march straight into their shop and be like, hey, you made something that someone used in a bad way. The little guy gets it. But it's Thank also you. like a lead, even if it's not much. Yeah, I don't think she's too worried about people coming after her. It's hubris. Okay. Well, she provides technology to a lot of people around here. If she needs people, she gets people. Yeah. And it might be that if she's relatively well known that the guards might not care. Shit, I mean, she's probably got half the guards on her payroll. At least the ones on here. Okay, so we're we're talking that kind of tier. Okay. Hmm. Um, Friendly in terms of disposition, do you know? Or... It would just be best not not to bother bothering them. Well, I don't know. Don't piss her off. She doesn't like to be made a fool. And my best advice, don't use your real names. And use as few words as possible. You know me, I hardly say anything. Why use lot word when little word do trick? Why use lot word when few word do trick? That's a that's an office thing, right? Did I get that right? I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Okay, great. Uh, oh, well, it looks like we're going to make a new friend then. Well, yeah. it's been lovely meeting you, uh, Mr. Mr. Pete. Mm. After oh, we meet again one day. Do you generally uh, have opportunities for employment? Should we be in need in the future? <laughs> employment? Uh, uh, oh, just, you know, one-off jobs, but on a whenever I mean, basis. I guess I could try to contact you if I need some... I was thinking more more in terms of us, you know, if we need money to contact you if you've got a job. Sure. You'll know where I am. Yeah, you're normally here? Mostly. Great. 
Now in that case, I hope to see you soon, but not too soon. And and uh, enjoy your ledger. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Okay. I can't think of anything else, but if we think of something, then I'm sure we'll. Come Tell find you who you are. Uh, we'll we'll come back and see you. Yeah. Okay. Ta ta. Bye, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, being being like uh, you walking away, I realise I never actually sent a little image of a uh, squeaky Pete. Oh, oh there's an image of Pete. I know. I've got a little image of Squeaky Pete, and I, which I just completely forgot to give to you ah. at any point. He looks like a pleasant chap. Mm. Did you yeah, intentionally definitely. go with the name Pete, or was that unintentional with the connection to Sleepy Pete in campaign? Uh, I mean, your characters would have no idea, obviously. Correct. Yeah. Wait, hang on. You weren't you weren't Pete. there when we met Sleepy Pete. No, I'm thinking of something else from today. Pete, the mischievous mouse folk at a little hole in the wall. Were we not saying earlier about references to Tom and Jerry in campaigns? <laughs> <laughs> He's not Tom. I mean, I mean Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> it could Nothing be. like it. Nothing like it. Anyway. Um, I don't so like the, the fingernails on, like the human fingernails on this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> don't, not a fan of that. <laughs> So the location uh, you've been given um, goes right to the very south of um, uh, Southreach. There's like a you know, a good block of uh, various uh, buildings, and as you go over there, assuming that is where you go next, yeah, like yeah. nothing well, is marked around here. Like it's almost impossible to tell what's housing, what is, what isn't. There's a lot of like boarded up windows and stuff like that. Lots of broken bits and bobs all around. Um, it- before we get there, kind of once we've gone like a little bit of the way, I, I will say to the gang, like, do do we do we want to do the next step? The next step might is probably going to be the most dangerous bit. Like, do we have enough to say to uh, Zegith that we have what he needs? I I would say yes. And going further is just um, well, we, no. We didn't ask where these things came from. We asked who it was who who stole the stuff from his shop. We don't know that. Mm. Okay, let's go then. Okay, so you going by what's been Wait. marked on your map? Sorry, in handing the map to me, did he give back the little uh, node thing, or does he still have it? Yeah, he still has that. He still got it. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I still have his thieves' tools. So. <laughs> I don't know if those were on loan or gifts. Uh, <laughs> so. No one asked for anything, so nobody gave anything. Yep. Cool. Um, yeah. You wouldn't know this was like a shop if it wasn't for the fact that. Um, On the way there, I'm going to uh, pause somewhere in some side alley or whatever and put my armor back on again. Okay, sure. <laughs> form, form the wall clunk, of clunk, clunk. allowing people to redress in public. Uh, yeah, no, you wouldn't know this was a shop if you didn't know, if it wasn't marked down. Um, the front of it looks like most of the houses maybe a little bit wider. Um, the door is closed. You don't know if it would open normally or not. Who knows, but it is closed. Uh, and there's not a lot of people hanging around. 
there's a light on inside. You can definitely see the windows at the front are like um, shuttered uh, from the inside, and the light you can kind of just see coming out from around the door. You think we need like a secret knock or something? Knock, knock, knock. You don't get any reaction. Hello, anybody there? (laughs) You knock a few (laughs) more times and you hear like a you hear like a thump, 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 and eventually the door opens and there's this uh, human lady. um, No wait. Yes, uh, dressed in all black with these high platform boots, very similar to a uh, sort of Maisie standard look. This heavy leather jacket, this messy short hair, heavy makeup, chewing on what you assume is some kind of chewing gum. Who just like opens the door, looks at you, and is just like, "What the fuck?" Knocks on a shop door. We weren't sure if you were open or not. We well, didn't um, want to intrude in case yeah. it was late and you were sort of busy, you know. Yeah. Like, light was on, but you might have been closed. I mean, you might think we forgot to try the door, but that's not true at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, She says, if you don't know if we're open, then pretty sure you're in the wrong place. Well, we are in the right place now, I think. Yeah, that would be really embarrassing. We're looking for a lock and key, and we were told that this is where it is. I'm assuming you're... um, um, uh, I don't know, uh, Madam Fletcher, or I don't know what, what to call you exactly. No. No? No. Oh, fair uh, well, it's just, it's just Fletcher is what we're told, no, no Madam. We don't want to presume your marital status or anything she just like that. turns around and walks into the shop, leaving the door open. Uh, and as you can see behind uh-huh. her, it's, it's actually set up kind of like a shop. Um, doesn't imply any kind of less than legal activity. There's shelving, display stands, all this kind of stuff. Um, also, when she did when she did open the door for you, there was one of those little bells. That... Um, when she just walks back behind a little uh, cashier's desk, takes a seat, just keeps chewing on this uh, chewing gum, oh, feet up on the, on the on the desk. I'm going to look up, start looking around the old stuff on the shelves. I'm looking particularly for A, anything even remotely like this thing we've got, and B, the uh, sigil, the uh, make sure we actually are in the right place. The stuff on the shelves, nothing technology, like very low tech. There's not a lot of stuff on the shelves either, like jars of like grain in some places, just a box. Like, like kind of like a charity shop where there's just like random boxes and things that people have had. None of this kind of feels like a hyper arcane technological shop can i look around for any thieves camp in the shop sure perception yeah would be uh where, where has she gone where has she stopped inside the shop is it there behind like the a counter, counter. Just, behind the counter, yeah. behind the counter. Is, is there a stool or is it like five feet uh, high <laughs> no it's it's just it's like yeah. i mean it's not five feet high because it would be you would be like about here you could rest your nose on it what would you get? What's the thing there? Fifteen. You don't see any around. Mm. Uh, we've come to ask for some uh, information, if you would be so kind, Fletcher. Hey, Fletcher. Oh, uh, is, is, is Fletcher here? <sighs> she drops her feet down to the ground and then just, like, walks to the to the back door behind the main thing. You just hear her go, Mom! <laughs> and just walk through the door. <laughs> <laughs> I 
There's a pause. Oh, no. Takes a couple seconds before a much more neatly and put together lady walks through the door. Uh, she's a blue dragonborn, six foot tall, uh, wearing big heels, so even taller than that. She's wearing this long, dusty blue leather coat over some very, very sort of like cyberpunk esque clothes, like technology inspired kind of clothes. Uh, she's got these like brown leather, leather gloves with sort of glowing chambers of something or another, magic or liquid or something else on the back, and has this very intimidating stride walking in and leans, you know, sort of half sitting on the, the, the counter. Uh, as she comes in, I will, as usual, bring up a little image of that, because who would I be if I didn't have an image? Yeah, you can't give us that description and then not show us. That yeah. is so rude. Uh, blue Dragonborn or Sapphire, sorry. Blue. Um, and then she, uh, yeah, she rests up backwards with her crossed legs, looking over. Strokes her chin ever so slightly and goes, Well, well, well. What do we have here? Not the usual clients to walk into my establishment, but who am I to judge a book by its cover? She stands up, very tall, very proud, puts out like a, you know, like a dainty handshake kind of a hand that says, You can call me Fletcher. To whom do I owe this pleasure? Very nice to the meet hand, you, my name. The is... hand goes out primarily to Maisie. Oh. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you do like this really awkward, like, handshake. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Fuck, I didn't. I wasn't thinking of things. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like fully uh, distracted by this lady. Yeah. Just. <laughs> well, my name is uh, Salur. Nice to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you, Salur. I'm. I'm Admin. Admin Giuseppe. Admin Giuseppe. Uh, you can call me Remy. Remy. Not names I recognize, and I know a lot I'm from, of people. I, I'm from Cortia. I'm from out of town. Hmm. And how did you find my establishment? Uh, we have a map. Um, it was... Uh, we have recently become acquaintances with um, Peter. Uh, Squeaky Pete. Peter. Um, um, Squeaky and, Pete. Uh, we were hoping to get some information from you, uh, should you be so kind. That would be, that. That'd be great. Should have known that that stain on society would lead you here. I'm afraid he's not a very uh, salubrious person, but he's, he's a nice enough he's over here, I suppose. Mm -hmm. He's a scamp is what he is. <laughs> information is not something I trade in. Uh, no, I, I believe you trade in... Uh, one of one of these things, and then I'll, I don't have one anymore. So <laughs> I'll wait for well, one. I've, I've gone. <laughs> you hand over. She takes it from you and says, "Perhaps." It's a very nice piece of work, I have to say. By the way. Hmm. And how did you come to acquire these? Well, I guess you'd say this piece. Well. Uh, a friend of ours, well, sort of acquainted to me, uh, his his um his shop was uh, was a tear, well was broken into, I suppose you'd say, and mm. uh, these the the three of these devices were in his in his shop. You see, uh, that's uh, that's what we're looking why we're looking to sort of see where they came from, sort of. So we, we, he's quite keen to find out what happened with uh, this breaking. Hmm. 
I mean, I know you were involved directly with the breaking, of course. That's not, uh, of course. On, not, not what we're accusing or anything like that. But the device is obviously uh, very uh, high quality workmanship, and we just wondered like if to you know who, who commissioned who it. Added, yeah. yes. Well, I am very sorry that your friend was robbed of whatever they have, but I would have no idea. There's uh, so many people, so many things. See, I see. That's very interesting. That's a shame, that is. Hmm. So you, you make a lot of these sort of things, then, do you? Oh, I've made many things in my time. Is, is this one a, a recent piece, or is it an older one, do you know? She looks at it again and says, What are you trying to achieve here? Do you really think you'd walk in here and I'd give away names of clients to some low lives that live in the upper part of town? I mean... I, I assumed you'd have to pay for them, uh, if I'm being totally honest. I, I, I didn't think you'd just tell us for free. Not everything's about money, my small friend. You know, I thought you'd go and see that because if you're with me, I can see exactly what you're saying. You know, the kind of business you're in, you can't really just go around and telling people mm. your clients are. I don't think we have any business here. Mm. Do you have any, I mean, I don't want to push Marak or anything. Is there anything you could do to help this, this friend of ours? To find who it was who broke in? I mean, I don't want to ask anything of you, obviously, because... You're asking me if I can potentially hand in someone that I might have sold something to. Well, any kind of hint or point in the right direction would be very gratefully yeah. received. Better to tell us than, you know, like you said, we're just we're just three doofuses. Uh, I think he'd prefer to keep it under wraps. And, uh, reputation, I think, means a lot to him. Uh, so he'd prefer just to kind of have some quiet uh, conversations with people rather than making a big fuss. As I said, just an acquaintance. That's just a guess. You are so very naive, aren't you? Uh, are I you? try not to be. I think you're probably right there, to be honest. What are you? 16? 17? A bit older than that, but you know what you're saying, yeah? I, I look very young. No, you do not. No? <laughs> I suggest that you go back to wherever it is that you decided to come from and get back to pretending that you're worth something rather than investigating in places that you're not meant to be. Well, I mean, we can do that. We've got nothing else to do tonight. <laughs> Anyone else got any questions? Just, I mean... Well, not really. She's presumably kept hold of this little... Yeah, she's still holding. Device. Yeah. Holding it. Well, then. If you're sure that's what you want to do, that's fine. She's just looking at you with these like squinted eyes, like analyzing everything at this point. We'll just still, just, I will just uh, stand there looking at her again. <laughs> yeah. We'll just have to tell you what we found out so far, I suppose. Oh, well. I mean, he may go to other people after us, I suppose, to try and track it down. I don't know who we'd go to. He seems to have 
quite just large out, resources. Just out of curiosity, uh, if not everything is about money, what is it that you do value? Like, presumably you're, you're paid well for whatever mm. it is that you do. But if that's like not the not the goal, what, what is it that has value? There's a certain integrity to my business. Relationships are worth far more than money. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, what about an introduction to an introduction? a to a potentially beneficial relationship? <laughs> Seeing as you are evidently unable to take my already very obvious hints, I will put it plainly. You should leave. You're asking the wrong questions to the wrong people. And if you keep on these paths of investigation and police work, you are going to get yourself hurt. Hmm. Well, I don't want that. Fabled. I oh. can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it was lovely meeting you anyway. Uh, and uh, if you ever need any uh, arcane uh, devices, I uh, will certainly know where to come to. Your work is masterly. Very mm. impressive. Yeah. We'll uh, no doubt uh, see you again at some point. Could we Could we have that back? No. Thought it was worth a try. How much, how much would that, as, and as I'm kind of, I'll turn and start to go. So how much would that set us back if we wanted to buy one? More than your worth. I I don't know what my worth is. That's okay. She turns around <laughs> and starts walking back towards the, uh, you know, the back door. No, okay. I'm at the front door. If uh, anyone else is coming with, or are you guys sticking around? Yeah, yeah I'm already, already leaving. Yeah. Okay, you go out the front door again. Um, Maisie, can you give me one of your like normal? Your, 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 your unknown roles. <laughs> Not great. Uh, ten. That's ten. You don't know if it's just because you're in a very sort of like creepy situation generally or what, but you get this weird feeling that there was more than just the four of you in the room. Mm. Don't like that. Yeah, but like you, you couldn't like locate or think of anything. It's just like a weird like shiver down your spine kind of a thing. I got that without you telling me while we were in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you would go. That's right. Yeah. Would you vocal? Would you vocalize that? No. Because I have a way of re revealing uh, invisible. Yeah, it's not. We don't not have something. That. Yeah, it's not something she <laughs> no, talks exactly. about. Okay, I'll stand outside the front door. Say, uh, right, where do you, uh, where do you want to go? Well, I think we've got as far as we're going to go with this one because we know where this came from. But if she won't tell us who it was, we've got two choices really. We try and break in and find the. Uh, she'll have some records somewhere of who she sold it to, but I don't particularly want to make her an enemy. So I think we go back to. I mean, no, it's not worth it for fifty gold. So we, we go are back to our too far out of our depth. Well, exactly. I mean, 
if it was for something a bit more important, but it's for the amount of money they're talking, this isn't worth it. So we, I think we head back to our friend at the shop and tell him what we found. Give him the, we've still got one of those devices. Give him the device, tell him the names, let him take it from there. And then she I, can deal with him or not deal with him as she sees fit. I agree, I think this is, at this point, this is probably a bit out of our depth. Um, what do you think? You kind of froze up in there, are you doing alright? No, no, not at all. No. What's up? It was just very unsettling. Felt like we were being watched. Well, she was being pretty intense. Like, uh, uh, she's also an arcane what's in McCordy's. There might be some device in there. What's yours as well? Oh yeah. yeah. Like a clairvoyant spell or something. Just felt like a heavy presence. No, I think uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's worth the. Uh, we don't know this guy. I mean, I'd like to help him, of course, but. A lot of the but it involves starting some sort of huge problem. So yeah. I but it, we've got a certain amount of information for him. He can do with it what he wishes. Yeah, okay. Let's go. Uh if you feel a heavy presence again, but I guess just like signal. And let me know. I mean I had to I, if 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 there's somebody uh that we can't see around, I've got a thing which can sort of outline invisible people with sort of a, a light so you can see them oh i was thinking more if I, I i was thinking more if you're like gonna be kind of a bit frozen up but yeah no if you think there's someone invisible around sure i just didn't know what to do there i didn't think there was anything we could tell her that she would have liked no i i mean i before we went in there i was pretty sure that that was going to be the case because i mean you don't get far in that business if you start giving away who you sold your stuff to it felt so a lot more just... risky to keep talking and give potentially give information about ourselves away yeah, yeah. No, I'm quite happy with this. I think we've done quite well. So uh, let's not push out, okay? Okay. Well, so set off. Head back towards the, the good end of town. <laughs> Having had like, this conversation just in front of the shop, I'm loving this aesthetic of her just like looking out the window like, are they gone yet? Are they gone yet? Well, that's, that's, I think that's why none of us have used our actual names yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm being very careful about using any names. You start walking back through these like seedy back, uh, uh, back channels um, of where you are. And on your way back, I imagine it's all quite silent from you. But about five minutes from where you are, you're, as you were on the way, forced to go through some like much smaller alleyways to get from like the main parts to the back parts and uh as you're walking down one of these like thin it's, it's like it's not thin thin it's about 15 foot wide um kind of between buildings and warehouses uh maybe give me give me another one of your rolls oh, just, just, just do it mechanically fucking... okay that's 17 17 you get this same presence feeling sort of like up ahead like that like you're in an alleyway just quite long somewhere down in front of you you're like there's something and with a 17 you're a bit more like there's someone around um like you're, you're just sort of feeling stuff <laughs> the hell was that okay that's my door it's very squeaky <laughs> That was the someone around. They're being real subtle. They're peeking out of a doorway right now. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, um, 
touch Kale's um, shoulder and just point ahead. Oh. I feel like that's what a natural one stealth is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, it's Pete getting really angry in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Can you uh, can you sort of sense whereabouts? I've got like a 20-foot area I can do. End of the alley. So I will, in the indicated place that he is pointing, I'm going to use my one remaining spell slot and cast mm-hmm. Fairy Fire. Fairy Fire. I do like that. Each really. object in a 20-foot cube is outlined in blue, green, or violet light. Just as we're about to be at risk of combat. <laughs> the last spell slot is here. Yes. If it fails, so it's got, if, if it fails... Uh... I also am out of spell slots. <laughs> oh, good. Great. I've still got uh, a little bit of uh, pep magic, so I've got my cantrips. But, uh... Bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. And my trusty crossbow, which I'm used to. <laughs> um, you... The modern incarnation of Skull just lurking to mug us because we're now criminals. <laughs> you... <laughs> See the fairy fire lay over a very large figure, like, you know, like eight foot tall kind of style, seven to eight foot tall humanoid figure, very large. Like it, the, the head is weirdly disproportionate because you can't get like perfect shapes. Um, but as you do this, it evidently takes a few steps forwards, knowing that it's been pretty much noticed. There's a weird like shimmering, which um, dissipates kind of like from about here on the chest, like above the pet, kind of where like a lapel would be that just sort of like wobbles the, the, you know, like a, like a heat wave kind of thing, like heat mm-hmm. shimmer. Yeah. It's I that kind it... of thing that just goes over the shape of a, of a, of a being revealing. You were going to say something. I was going to say, once it's revealed, even if it steps outside the area, it remains revealed. No, I the light, the light it, it is revealing itself. Though. Um, yeah. Reveals this gigantic, extremely muscular loxodon wearing like suit trousers and a shirt and a tie holding this just, like, gigantic hammer in one hand. And he walks towards you, and there is something in his in his left hand. You can't quite tell until he gets a little bit closer and throws it towards you. It's like some sort of ball shape. Throws it towards you, it rolls towards you. You look down and see the head of Squeaky Pete. Oh, dear. As this, this guy says, Chester sends his regards. As a second figure... Reveals itself behind you, another gigantic loxodon holding a gigantic hammer. And you're going to roll initiative <laughs> down the alley. Did you say Jester or Chester? Chesser. Chesser. Okay. Neither of those things. <laughs> exactly. Neither, neither of those. Chesser. <laughs> now, I was going to open up Tailspire, but I figured it would give away far too quickly that uh, something's about to happen. So. Oh. Are we doing it at, at this point? At 105? Yeah, we'll do a little bit. We'll do a couple of rounds. Okay. I mean, bear in mind, we didn't start this until like 21st anyway, so... We didn't? Tailspire. That'll be Tailspire, then. What you're, what you're saying here is I should be opening <laughs> Tailspire. Yeah. I, I oh. can go a little bit longer today if uh, if other people can. I'm always happy to. Tailspire, I found it. Don't panic. Everything is under control. I told you guys we're all going to die. I did say it. We haven't died yet. We didn't. We didn't get marked that scroll of fireball yet. <laughs> fireball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you just fake a fireball, I think I'm no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's nearly opened. I'm very, very right. close to opening. 
Get your oh, if you guys to join. Oh, and no one has to share any screens this week because uh, we all own. Oh yeah. This. Begin. Campaign three. Play. Nope. I see. Player inconsistent. Player Baron Wingress. Mine's loading up. We appear. <laughs> we appear to Come be on. in a. Why are we in a pub? You know, this is the accommodation. This is the home screen. It will always oh, take you I here see. first so that I can go somewhere else and it doesn't like show you what's going on. We eternally exactly. have a pie, um, some kind of sweet appetizer, <laughs> and uh, another pie. It's and a knife just and dug and into the table. Holy shit. And a jug of some kind of alcohol by the clip, which is nice. The knife dug into the table is definitely because amazing. Yeah, probably. Ah, you are. Right, so I go over here. It doesn't take you with me yet. Oh, but... yeah, because this is our accommodation, isn't it? This is yeah. our like, layout. Okay, so... Show us where we die. Uh, the map itself is, of course, very small. Um, and then I do this, and then I do this, and then I should be able to... I don't see any problem fighting two lobsters without any spells. There you go. Yeah, there's three of us. So, there's three uh, of us, and we don't have any magic, but that's not a problem. You can't see anyone anyone apart from you three yet, because I wanted you to place yourselves before I showed where any enemies are. Because I can't, I can't see us three either. Should be able to. I also, I can also cannot see us. How interesting. And, unless we've turned into barrels. I wonder if it, it's because I haven't. Um, I We're forgot not assigned to... anything in this map either. That's yeah, I always forget about the assigning. Uh, but... There we go. There we go. Uh, oh. I, well, yes. Ah, now I can see us. Right, so which. Where are the locks on? They're either end of the alley, right? So I'm going to position my... I can't move myself. I was oh, right I behind um, Kale. So. Ah, I can move myself now. Excellent. So I'll be over here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no. Off in the no. ether? Yeah. Just somewhere a long way away. Oh, God. I'm reading my book. I'm happy. I'm going to stand on here. Ah! I'm hiding by the barrel. That sounds about right, actually. Put yourself uh, down. I'm going to be there. Your back is really lit up, Missy. Cool. Yeah, uh, I had some light case. on when I um, bought the mini, and apparently that just keeps it in the render of it. It's uh, send me your mini. I can I can redo it with my credits instead. Just Don't get rid of my Sorry, I'll wait to that. Anyway, um, so where they appeared, the first one that threw the head to you. I, I need to do a fighting. There. I need to do a fighting. And the other one is right here. Oh, he's behind us. Okay. So there's one in front, one in, one behind. Where's my intimidate? Here we go. Uh, got that, that big hammer. Um, and though it is aesthetically amazing that it's really dark, I'm going to raise some lights into this. Um, well, because we, we, could all, we could all see the dark, anyway. Exactly. Just because. Although by now that might have run out. That's a little better. It, it's more so you can actually see what the hell's going on. I just wanted the dark aesthetic because it looks really cool to start with, and then we can just go for being able to actually see what's going on. Hey, look, it's big elephant. It's big loxodons. <laughs> uh... So let's get some uh, initiatives, Maisie. Right, I haven't rolled yet. That'll be me not having uh, rolled either. But twenty-one. Cromwell. Thirteen. Clay. I am hesitating because I seem to remember I have a feature, which means I can do something. I think you have advantage. 
I think I do, but I can't remember where. I, where did I get that from? I can't remember. If you click on an first initial... level of first level of Twilight Cleric. Yeah. Okay, I, can, I, I thought I, cause I can do it to somebody else as well. I think, but I can't remember where it comes from. Oh, actually, it might be a thing that you can only do it to someone else. No, I think I can do it to myself. I thought it was the guidance cantrip, but it isn't. It's something else. No, no, no. Uh, let me see if I can find it for you. It's it's the, sorry, slight, slight delay. Uh, okay, Vigilant Blessing. As an action, you can give one creature you touch, including possibly yourself, advantage on the next initiative roll of the creature. That's the one. This benefit ends immediately after the roll of you again. That's it. So you I... didn't do it, so you can't do it with advantage. No, because it lasts until... So I can yeah, do but... it any time. So I, I did it... I, I, I do it as a matter of course. As soon as, soon as I've used it, I do it again as soon as after the fight. So, so it's always mm. going on me. Fine. Because I can I yeah. can always do it on myself. Because if I change my mind and don't want it yeah, to, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, can, yeah, I can just do, just do something just, else. Just roll it. Yeah. I always do it on myself. That is... Ha! 14. 14. It's interesting that that's a, just a permanent thing. It's not limited at all. No, exactly. Mm. I rather like that. So it's just... And because I can do it to somebody else, at any time, I can just do it myself, and then if I change my mind, I can just go, no, I'll change my mind, you can, you can have yeah. this. Okay. So, uh, luckily for you, because you did the reveal first, uh, you were not surprised, so we get to start with Maisie. Oh, are we, this guy in front of us is still lit up, right? Uh, yes, he would be. Yeah. Cool. So we've got advantage on attack rolls against him. It's only, is it the first one? How long was that last? I don't remember. Uh, uh, until the ages. very far runs out, I think. Yeah. Uh, for duration, any attack rolls against an affected creature has advantage, and the affected creature can't benefit from being invisible. Which is, yeah. Um, he's in front of us, isn't he? So okay. if we can sort of knock him down, we can run, run past him and run away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't um, know how fast lots of them are. Hmm. Okay, here's what I want to do. I would like to take one of these barrels that we're next to and just kind of like try to push it in the way of the guy behind us before trying to move forward a little sure. bit. Sure. Give me strength. Sure it's not as long. <laughs> uh, 12. 12. The one that uh, is close... Sorry. <laughs> I love doing that. <laughs> Closest, uh, which is the barrel... Uh, the closed barrel uh, is the closest to them rather than to you. Uh, yeah, you, you, it's 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 empty uh, and kind of rotten and broken. So you managed to t tip it over and sort of put it vaguely away. It it's still, the... it's not, exactly. It's not going to take up more space than the five foot square, but you know, you get it in the way behind you, so it's at least a little blocker between the two of you. Um, is that is that my action or is that an object yeah. interaction? It would be an action to like shift it over and, and, and heave it. It's also, I can't put it on its side because that's not how this works, but yeah. it is. Um, okay. Well, There's a way of like converting things. I'll just move mm -hmm. there Brother. for now. Sure. Um, I don't really have... I can... <laughs> want my bonus action bump stuff as a rogue. Not there yet. <laughs> Don't have it yet. Don't have it yet. No? I haven't used my action. That's all I can safely do. Cool. Well, first up, I'm actually going to 
rename these just so you know what I'm talking about. Um, A and B, just because those are always uh, referentially really useful. So A is going to, of course, step up. Come I, 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 can't, see, I, can't, I can't see the labels. Uh, if you hold tab, as usual, it shows them. Um, I can see the labels now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stomps up towards uh, you, Kale, and is going to take a big old swing with this uh, with this hammer. Like you feel like you wouldn't be able to lift this hammer just one-handed, just swinging at you effectively. Um, hey, look, can't we talk about this? <laughs> um, we really don't okay. want any trouble. So, first one. Oh, first, first one's a bad one is uh, eight to hit, not gonna happen. Miss. Just swings and you duck out the way. <laughs> Just skins eight. past Maisie's face in this like large arc. Uh, second one, oh, still not good. Is a 12 to hit, no, which I imagine. No, this time it catches you, but just like hits some of the armor. Bang, this big noisy bit. It's very disgruntled. Uh, and unfortunately can't do much else. The second one is going to walk up Walk up to the the barrel you just knocked over and just launches his hammer down into the ground. Slam! It just it just explodes. Um, yeah, that's just like he used an action though. Goodbye. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and then he sort of like steps forwards to get in. Actually, he's sticking up there. Um, but like he just splinters this wood everywhere. Um, Use one attack actually, uh, but he does a second attack against. Um, Cromwell. Crommy B. Ooh, unfortunate. Cromlin. 25, I'm afraid. Yep. Cheat. Uh, which means I'm going to roll you, because I never get to roll you. Uh, it's going to be, oh, not that great. Six damage. I'm unconscious. <laughs> Sorry. I shouldn't laugh, but that is, uh, <laughs> it's a hefty hit. When I say not that bad. Just like slams into the side of Cromwell, who is like slammed into the wall and just immediately falls over. Well, the good news is we have a cleric, but the bad news is the cleric doesn't have any spell slot steps, so I can't. Yeah, do not it. great. <laughs> you have spare the dying, though, right? <laughs> I do have spare the dying. <laughs> Carly. Uh, I am going to use, because he's right in front of me, so I can't use my crossbow, I am going to use Sacred Flame on the Loxodon in front of me. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that, and raindrops will fall upon his head. Twinkle, twinkle. But that doesn't mean my eyes will soon be turning red. And um, uh, he needs to do a dick 13 save. Okay. No, that's not my D8. That's my D8. Nope, that's my D8. That's D10. Natural 20. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I might have missed, possibly. Is there no half damage for no successes? No, no. Not on cantrips, uh, unless you've got a special oh, yeah, of thing. Course. I'm afraid then you miss. Bonus actions? I don't believe I have any bonus actions. Uh, what can I do in bonus actions? Bonus actions, I can two weapon fighting. Or I could cast a couple of spells that I can't cast because I don't want to spell spells. So, no, that's it. Okay. Cromwell, do your uh, death save, please. Just a straight d20, yeah? Uh, I believe that's how it works, usually. Uh, 16. One success. That's one success. Good. You're bleeding slightly less than you could be. 
Keep um, saving. It'll save me having to do a save a, a spell of dying. <laughs> Amazing. Back round to you. Huh? <laughs> um. So we're dead. Well, I reckon uh, if I get hit once and it's not too bad, I might get away with it, but twice I'm dead. I think I can get hit once and die. Um. Nothing I can do. I told you guys, C4 next week. Yeah, yeah, I think we may actually. Okay. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run this way at the very least and go for its Achilles, like I was talking about earlier. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, go for. It. I think, uh, yeah, going for uh, like a specific attack obviously will make their um, AC go a little higher, but just well, run normal from your side. You've got advantage, remember, on this guy. I do. He's verified. I do. You do. Okay. Well, it was worth the roll. Um, the first one was sixteen. The second one was an eighteen plus five for a twenty-three. Eighteen plus five for a twenty-three is going to hit for sure. And in fact. Uh, you definitely do manage to get the uh, the Achilles heal as well. So what I'm going to do is roll your normal damage, um, and then I'm going to give them definitely some uh, uh, probably about like half movement or something along those I lines. I love those dice. Jingle, jingle, jingle. Me too. Um, twelve damage. Twelve damage. So you just do this this one little maneuver of like spinning down to your knees, spinning around, and this knife just goes poof, straight across the back of their heel, and this blood just poof, spurts outwards, like gets on your face a little bit, straight through, and you can see it immediately like um, makes him sort of the knee buckle in in a little bit of pain, uh, like it's a solid slice straight across the uh, the Achilles heel. Hmm. Uh, it's there go next. They're going to, with that pain, spin around, and there's this like deep like grumbling grunting sound uh coming from uh well i mean generally the vocal cords like a, an anger noise uh let's see if we hit first roll not gonna hit that's a nine just like still in pain swings completely misses you i'm assuming and just yeah. smashes those like one of those boxes to the left just <laughs> explodes goes for a, a second attack which is going to be a 19 to hit <laughs> Does it hit? <laughs> um, and you get away with four damage. It helps when I look at the right stat. Not a lot. It just like catches you in the side of the leg. It, I mean, obviously going to hurt a lot, but not as bad as it could have been. The second one is going to take a second step forwards uh, and is going to attack Kali. Now look, we don't want to fight it. Oops. Uh, which is going to be um, 12 to hit. I need to oh. get new dice, but I can't remember the two. Hold uh, alt and then you can change the direction. Uh, hold 12 alt. to hit. What the hell? The direction. Stop this. Uh, 12 should miss Kale if he's in half. 12 does indeed miss. I wear my armor. If I wasn't wearing my armor. Then, oh, God. I think that's exactly the same role. It is 12 a second time. Both miss. Swing and <laughs> left. Swing and <laughs> right. <laughs> Appalling shots. I need to replace my dice. But it does mean it's your turn next, Carly. 
What what is that? Someone's uh, just squeaking in the background. It's my 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 desk has a is a has is motorized and I'm kicking the wire that's connected to the motor and the motor doesn't like that. So it goes. It's, ah! the, it's the remains of Squeaky Pete's head. <laughs> yeah. Squeaky Pete's head is just on the floor staring up into the uh, into the nothingness. Uh I'm but, but I can how much I'll try the spell again. So it's sacred flame again. Sure. Uh Dexterity. Dexterity. On oh, which one? On oh, the one that I'm now facing. Oh boy. Okay. Don't no, actually, no. I, I take um... it back. Actually, no, no, I take it back. I'm going to go for the one who's already damaged, because if I can get one of them down, we've got a better chance. Okay. I think that was their logic as well. Thirteen. Really <laughs> Dex thirteen. Mm-hmm. Did he save? I rolled a thirteen. Yeah, he's saying. Oh, he I assume then. I did. Who is this? Yeah, uh, he's a save. Just oh, I'm still bonus. trying to attack. Apparently, apparently. There we go. <laughs> no, I, I guess that that, that ends your turn. I, I do apologize for that. Cromwell, could you roll me another? Uh, Seven one. Help! Help! Natural plenty. Oh, that's Ooh. two successes. So I I get a hit that's point back. One. You do, and I get my I get my turn right. Fuck it, sure. Because I'm awake. We're level one. So, you have to allow us to. <laughs> I just said it. I'm not going to smile. I know. Yeah, uh, get up. So I will. That. You got a sixth of your health back and everything. I know, right? <laughs> the percentages. Uh, so I will use my uh, half my movement to stand up. <laughs> you can feel like two or three broken ribs. Like, you, you know, agonizing pain from being hit with this hammer, which is about the size of you. So yeah, um... you get your turn. Just get out of there, dude. Just get out. Can't. If he runs, he'll get the opportunity attack. You can disengage as an yeah. action. Mm. Yeah. Just make you scream, just run away. Yeah. Do Oh my god, do I do that? Do I just fucking leave you? That seems harsh. I will... Uh... No, I will... Um... I, I will mind about slip it for up. a hot minute. Yeah. I will mind sliver the one next to me. Okay. Uh, so that I can. Oh no! On the next saving throw, it makes not any attack. Okay. In that case, I will. Uh, I will mind sliver the one that next to um, uh, Macy then. Okay. So could I have an intelligence save, please? Yeah. So I'll take out take out my wand, jab it at him in the same kind of motion that I did when we were fighting the rats. And you guys don't see anything, but he sees, um, I don't know if any of you have seen that really annoying video where something will happen. And then it's like, it's not a jump scare, but it's like a, a, a baseball just kind of flying out at you. Oh, yeah, you yeah. kind of flinch. Yeah. They essentially get that, except it's just in their minds, a tentacle just comes whipping towards them and makes them flinch. And that is what causes damage if uh, if they take damage. They're all the nine. So, Maisie, in front, you're just, like, ready oh. to do the next attack. You suddenly see this gigantic locks and just go... <laughs> big, big, <laughs> big stonks here, boys. A full damage, a six psychic damage. Hell yeah. Uh, no, we're not, right? And he minuses a d4 from his next saving throw. Cool. Okay. And as we circle back round to uh, Maisie's turn, I think it's a wonderfully epic place for us to uh, pause the... Uh, Pause is that, this, uh, is that so that Samir can come in and save episode. us next time? <laughs> end of the episode. Well, that's exciting. We're going to die. Keep going. Keep going. Keep 
No, no, I'm stopping it there. It's, it's all do that to you. It's all fine. We, we, we know exactly what we're doing. We're seasoned, seasoned first level characters. Uh, as as, as Cromwell is bleeding like a little bit from the mouth, even though I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. Like grabbing onto his side, uh, yeah. Maisie. Are the other two of you haven't been hit yet, but you're been not yet. surrounded by these Maisie's giants, been hit. splintered wood everywhere. Yeah, Maisie's Maisie's got five been... HP. Oh, weird that my thing hasn't updated when it usually does. How um, um so how are they also uh, bleeding a little bit? How is the one who has been hit on our side looking? I mean, he's limping because of because of this like cut Achilles' heel. He's looking you know worn a little bit, but like he's big and strong. It's hard to okay. tell. He's fine. But like, then, it's, it's like you're, it does it doesn't feel like your going to win attacks have been insignificant. Who did they come from? It was from Chessa. Write that down so we can get 10 gold for it next time. <laughs> <laughs> if you're alive. So, I'm going to force you all out of the um, the thing so you can't even consider the fight anymore. And then... Uh, Exit to desktop. Do I to... Yes, I do. Fine. We'll survive. Probably. Maybe. Probably. Not without, not without a deus ex... There's a definite, yeah, a definite, greater than zero chance that we might survive. <laughs> yeah. Samir will come and save us next time. It's no fine. I've, I've, I've still got my one cantrip that I keep missing with. So, I mean, what else do we need? Although I can't use my crossbow because they're too close. I can use my mace, yeah. with which I can do uh, a d6 minus one damage. The next, can, you know, the next saving just... throw that you make that guy do, he has to minus a d4. He does. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm hoping that maybe I'll finally do some damage. Although well, they don't do the eight damage anyway. But it's, maybe it's I can good. cut his other Achilles heel and just completely disable his movement. <laughs> <laughs> so as you all panic, uh, I believe there is only one thing left to do, which is some awkward ways. <laughs> maybe the they'll thing. die next time. There will be a short campaign it's, of six episodes. It's, it's possible that the week after next we'll be having different characters. Yeah. We gain 500 XP for defeating Sneaky Pete. I'll uh, prepare a new <laughs> character. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Dicebreakers. Thank you to Dark Fantasy Studio and Nicholas Judy for the use of their music in the episode. And a big thanks to you for listening. If you prefer to see us live, don't forget to follow us on Twitch or Glimmish at DicebreakersDnd. Or if you want to watch us at your own pace, consider subscribing to us on YouTube. Don't forget to come back next week to see what the characters get up to in the next part of this epic adventure. I'll see you then.